I can't call it. Today's episode is just so gangster. That was a good party song. Now you ain't fly, I make your wings stop. I'm real as fuck, and your wings not fresh as hell like a king socks. Your real car is a slingshot. Don't need a guard, I use a slingshot. If I was a beverage, you would have to drink hot. Got a driver, gotta do. I get down to dirty too. What it is, what it do. Same shit, nothing new. Got a job, gotta do. I get down dirty too. What it is, what it do. Same shit, nothing new. While on the hip hop collective, the Wu Tang Clan, and even at one point looking at the New York slash Shaolin based rap crew as a genuine criminal enterprise as opposed to just a gang of New York boom bap rappers who like watching kung fu flicks. So here's an article from Vice breaking down some of the FBI's involvement in monitoring the Wu Tang Clan. This says between 1999 and ODB's death in 2004, the FBI worked alongside the New York Police Department to investigate the Wu Tang Clan for a wide range of federal crimes. Life today, your hands are softer than can made too. She elegant, pretty eyes, glasses, intelligent. Whispered in my ear that she's Sullivan. Whispered back to her ear, what fabric is that? As I grabbed the hand, set her politely in the chair. As we stopped and stared at one another, black sister, the brother, I'm thinking all the time, what fabric is that? I can't call it. Today's episode is just so gangster. That was a good party song. Now we what fabric is that? As I grabbed the hand, set her politely in the chair. As we stopped and stared at one another, black sister, the brother, I'm thinking on what fabric is that? Need to see you at the rendezvous. What fabric is that? Your hair do way more class than Halle Berry Court visions of me and you riding on the ferry Plus your daughter Kiki talk to my man Mary I order me a sex on the beach with the cherry I order her a Veneti on ice, sounds nice What fabric is that? She elegant, pretty eyes, glasses, intelligent Whispered in my ear that she's Sullivan Whispered back to her ear What fabric is that? What fabric is that? As I grabbed the hand, set her politely in the chair. As we stopped and stared at one another, black sister, the brother, I'm thinking all the time. What fabric is that? She elegant, pretty eyes, glasses, intelligent. Whispered in my ear that she's Sullivan. Whispered back to her ear. What fabric is that? Shaolin based rap crew as a genuine criminal 
enterprise as opposed to just a gang of New York boom-bap rappers who like watching kung fu flicks. So here's an article from Vice breaking down some of the FBI's involvement in monitoring the Wu-Tang Clan. This says between 1999 and ODB's death in 2004, the FBI worked alongside the New York Police Department to investigate the Wu-Tang Clan for a wide range of federal crimes. What fabric is that? Your head the way more class than Halle Berry. Court visions of me and you riding on the ferry. Plus your daughter Kiki talked to my man Mary. I order me a sex on the beach with the cherry. I order her Reniti on ice, sounds nice. She elegant, pretty eyes, glasses, intelligent. Whispered in my ear that she's sullivan. Whispered back to her ear. What fabric is that? As I grab the hand, set her politely in the chair. As we stop and stare at one another. Black sister, the brother, I'm thinking on. What fabric is that? Today, your hands are softer than can made too. She elegant, pretty eyes, glasses, intelligent. Whispered in my ear that she's sullivan. Whispered back to her ear. What fabric is that? As I grab the hand, set her politely in the chair. As we stop and stare at one another, black sister, the brother, I'm thinking all the time. What fabric is that? What fabric is that? party song now we I'm a ass. 
specific language and does that matter because rap in the end is just rap i would say you know like y'all already know what it is i would say there's like five hours to rap we just you know what i'm saying it's hustling straight hustling hustling then they get like the break dancing because we we break right you see we started as a breaking crew and so we do graffiti on stage you know i mean so even if you don't so you already know what it is right now to get my favorite, you know, I'm just trying to get my and favorite correct, you know what I'm saying? With the music, and no, then we just the graffiti, like, the hustling. So exactly. there's something for everybody. So, you really. know, just get your yaper up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, get your paper what up, you my say man. That? Well, this is not the same face in some ways that you just saw in the clip. The hairstyle, Michael Douglas, was not your idea, I understand, but that of Joel Schumacher, is that correct? That's correct, Joel and the hairdresser. Um, we kind of worked out the clothes, which are kind of a little repressed and tight. We got the glasses, we got the briefcase, so we got to the first day of shooting, and we knew the hair was going to go down, and I had sort of, a, you know, some idea, but I wasn't quite sure, and then the hairdresser said, you know, I have an idea, no, I shouldn't say it. I said, no, 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 please. <laughs> I said, hey, let's go for it. And it's amazing sometimes how they say the haircut can make the man. And, and, you know, the haircut came, and then all of a sudden the whole kind of character came together. No kidding. Mm -hmm. I had a sense of somebody with this military background, maybe been in the service at one time, somebody who worked in the defense industry. We had this word, strack, in the Army. When you were strack, every hair was in place. Right. The tie right. knotted. And I also had a sense for the guy that, it gave me a feeling of like the late 50s and the early 60s. And somehow, it's my character, you kind of had the feeling that he came from another time, or he wished or he hoped for another time when mm -hmm. things made sense, uh, when somebody's job was worthwhile, you had a purpose in life. And I think he kind of reverted or dreamt about the, about the old days. And you say, you're going home. That means so many things. Maybe in your own words, yeah. some of the layered meanings of going home here. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, defense, the name of the character uh, that is referred to um, in, the, in the picture, 
uh, was trying to get back to a life or a world that he'd had before his has begun to come apart with Barbara Hershey, the actress, wonderful actress who plays my wife and, and my daughter. And uh, the picture, I mean, symbolically, I guess, really is a passage across Los Angeles, a passage through our contemporary urban landscape, trying to get back and regain that sense of purpose, of love, of bondage, of family that existed in some other life or some other world. You know, and what's happened for a lot of people now is that uh, we're angry and we don't know who to be angry at. There it is. You know. And while I'm watching, I'm thinking, this, this plot, it's so elemental and so basic. And then I went back to thinking, well, you know, Ulysses, after the Trojan Wars, he went home to his wife after a lot of stress in his life. And then I remembered your father made a film, Ulysses. Yeah. And here we have two different generations. One, a heroic film about a Greek myth, and the other, a modern contemporary drama where Kirk Douglas' son, now right. on his own, right. has his own odyssey. A curious symmetry. Did that ever enter your head? No, I, I didn't, John, <laughs> but I, I, I think it's a good, I like it, though. Is it a modern-day odyssey, in a way? Oh, I think so. I, 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 look, I think uh, Falling Down was the best screenplay I've read in a really long time. Uh, the part is the best part I've had since, um, since Wall Street. Uh, I think it's hitting um, a chord uh, for uh, a lot of people. Um, it's been thought-provoking, yet, you know, entertaining. We get a few dark laughs, the kind of dark sick comedy that I like. I'm wondering if also coming out of this might be our ability to better understand those people who remain anonymous names in the news. They go berserk and we say, oh, how awful, what could have caused this? After two hours with this movie, maybe we can understand this sort of thing a little more. Is that fair? Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, it is the biggest uh, rising crime in the country right now, which is a, a lot of people, through domestic reasons and otherwise, who uh, are mad as hell and can't take it any longer. You know, mm -hmm. and this reminds me a lot of the picture network yeah. you know, or taxi driver, mm -hmm. some of that kind of quality. Um, and, and humor, because I, I do think that Ebby did a great job of sort of pointing out some of the absurdities and the ironies. And is that going to surprise some viewers? Do you think how funny this? I is? think they're going to. I think they're going to be surprised. I know they're almost embarrassed themselves and they laugh. Uh, this is not a politically correct movie, uh, yet it does. It is truthful, and I think a lot of people are uh, are surprised. Say, oh my God, am I laughing at this? This is funny. This is really funny. And Michael, in a movie full of strong images, finally the strongest for me is the fact that here you are, ostensibly a businessman, on his way to work, but in your briefcase is nothing but an apple and a sandwich. Yeah. That's How many people on the freeways, I wonder, have nothing but an apple and a sandwich? They're yeah. not going to a job. They're not, no, no, he's just looking. No, we are, there's, um, you know, we, there's a lot of people who are a paycheck away from being on the streets and, and or um, out of work who did everything right I mean, they've been responsible, they've tried hard, and they don't know what went wrong. We won the war. Uh, where, where is it all at? And I, I think this sort of lack of direction now has been, been frustrating. And I think with falling down, people are getting a chance to sort of identify mm -hmm. uh, with that kind of character and, and, you know, and yet see a good movie. I think it's a, a brave role for you to take on. Congratulations. Oh, thanks, John. Appreciate Michael it. Douglas, he's in Falling Down. And we're in New York City. I'm John Tibbetts for KCTV5.
working all day with my mind on fire I can't stop thinking of you Walking all day with my mind on fire That's what I gotta do I can't stop thinking of you What you doing, mister? Nothing? Yes, you are. You're trespassing on private property. Trespassing? You're loitering, too, man. That's right, you're loitering, too. I didn't see any signs. What you call that? Graffiti? No, man. It's not fucking graffiti. That's a sign. He can't read it, man. I'll read it for you. It says this is fucking private property. No fucking trespassing. This means fucking you. It says all that? Yeah. Well, maybe he wrote it in fucking English. I could fucking understand it. He thinks he's being funny. I'm not laughing. I'm not either. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold it. Hold it, fellas. We're getting off on the wrong foot here. It's a gangland thing, isn't it? We're having a, uh, a territorial dispute, hmm? I mean, um, I've wandered into your pissing ground or whatever the damn thing is, and you've taken offense with my presence, and I can understand that. I mean, I wouldn't want any people in my backyard either. This is your home, and, and your home is your home, and I respect that. So if you would just back up a step or two, take my problems elsewhere okay fair enough what do you think i think it should be at all good idea it should be at all listen fellas i've had a really rare morning <laughs> I mean, i'm not in the mood to what should he pay how about that fucking briefcase man good idea give us your briefcase man I'm not giving you my goddamn briefcase. Motherfucker, give us your motherfucking briefcase. Okay. Okay. I mean, I was willing to mind my own business. I was willing to respect your territory and treat you like a man, but you couldn't leave it alone, could you? You couldn't let a man sit here for five minutes and take a rest on your precious piece of shit hill. Okay. You want my briefcase? I'll get it for you, all right? You can have my briefcase. Here, you want my briefcase? Here's my briefcase! Just fine without you. 
Angie, get out of the car. No, hey, come on, man. It's fucking broad daylight, man. Get out of the car. This shit ain't worth it, man. No. Get the fuck out of the car now! Get out of the car! Oh my, they're so weird. They ha those guys have the weirdest style. Yeah. It's uh, it's such an interesting style of comedy because you really have no fucking idea where they're going. It's very refreshing because it's really hard to watch something where you, even if it's well written, you know where it's going. Like, you know where everything's going. Yeah, how long did you work on that show, man? For the whole time? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, fun. That's so cool. You're so lucky to have been on that show. That was like a, that was like, I don't know. It, it, 
It reminds me of, of Monty Python or something, or like a more modern version of that, you know? It's, just it, such... it's revolutionary. Yeah. It's a revolutionary totally. show, and that's a gross word to use. Everybody hates that word. I think it is, though. But I it think... is. It is. You're right. Because it's so far out there that it's like, it push it like, you know, that's that challenges people to not be so stuck in like normal square types of sketches. That's why I love writing with you, man, because you're always like pushing it so far outside of where I would go with it. Well, you know, you got to try to do something different. Yeah. Yeah, you have to, in this day and age, too, so many premises have been beaten to death, especially when you're dealing with, like, human interactions. Like, how many goddamn sitcoms have there been? How many movies have there been? How many, how many dramatic shows that have comedic scenes? I mean, how much, how many subjects can be covered right. the same way over and over again? You know, after a while, it's like, oh, my fucking God. Yeah kind of lined up timing was perfect on that well those are great guys to work with too because of their choices are so bizarre you know but their choices are so unique that you kind of like you get established like really early not to take that cliche path whereas if you got like a gig that paid like really well but you had to do like yeah. my three sons or what is that the two and a half men whatever the fuck right. it's called if you had to do something like Just that very cookie cutter it well, it, it really it, it eats on you it eats on your well, brain. Well, that's, that's what I had been going on when I lived in Chicago. I was editing, like, commercial, not commercials, but, like, just, like, stuff for, like, uh, pub publicity shit and stuff. Like, mm. really just soul-crushing, boring stuff. Podcast. It's one of the cool things that you get to be. You get to be, like, a guy who, like, shows people some cool stuff that you found and gets to, whoosh, you know, yeah. open the door for them. So you, cool. you're probably not going to need a network. They'll just fuck it up. They would never let you get away with that. There might be a network that would let him. There might be a network out Adult there. Swim, maybe. I mean, yeah. they let Tim and Eric do their thing. Yeah. What kind of resistance did you guys have, ever? Actually, Adult Swim is is pretty cool like that. Yeah? Yeah, they kind of like... Tim and Eric had a lot of freedom to... Obviously. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> fucking show is so crazy. Yeah, that show was so fun to work on because I would do screwed up edits, like chop things up and like whatever, like kind of make a joke out of it just to show them to so they could you know just almost to like surprise them thinking they're gonna hate this but it'll be funny to see them and then they'd be like do more of that you know they push <laughs> push the weirdness and the network would be like that too like make it weirder which well, is like a great note to get i found out about you guys uh from eddie bravo eddie bravo um like i don't know if he got it on online or on is it available online like how could you there's a dvd available or anything like that tim and eric stuff yeah yeah, I think at adultswim.com they have like a ton of episodes and but there's DVDs somewhere. Yeah, it must I be. I I'm pretty there sure he got DVDs it from the DVDs. Yeah. Because I I remember him watching like a ton of them in a row and having people over the house to watch them. People that are like, "What the fuck are you watching?" <laughs> like and they're like he's like, "You got to understand what they're doing. You got to understand what they're doing." <laughs> and like he'd have some people and he would try to show it to them out of context and they just totally wouldn't oh, get it. I'll get really mad at it. Yeah. <laughs> like this yeah. is not funny. They get mad that people think it's funny. You yeah, know. that was Eddie got some of those reactions, but he fucking loves that show. God damn, he's always talking about that show. It's just such a weird show. What was the one where they play like I think it was was it Eric that played the guy that was in the um the uh there was a trailer park and he got pregnant? 
Oh, that was that was for Funny or Die. That was yeah, the ter- it's called incredible. the Terries. Yeah, the Terry. That, that one's intense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was so fucking that crazy. Was dark. That yeah. was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Yeah. It was so ridiculous and preposterous. And a perfect example of just taking something to this incredibly weird place that you never saw coming. Yeah. It's great. The Terry's it's a good one. Yeah, and and Wareheim does music videos now, like really good music videos. Have you seen what, like? Oh yeah, you should see some of these music videos. Have Eric you ever seen some of the music videos he does? No. Bubble Butt. No. Holy! <laughs> you would shit. love Bubble Butt. <laughs> God, you should watch Bubble Butt, man. That's... We pull that. I did a music up. video with Eric um, called Backpacker, Backpacker Bush. Bush. <laughs> Backpacker Bush. Yeah. Backpack or or backpack. Backpacker Bush. Ooh, we we, we were in New that. Zealand and we were at this backpacker bar, and he was. Talking about the the bushes there, and we should make a song, a rap about it. Like if you've been backpacking, <laughs> oh yeah, let's play that, man. I want to see that again. I haven't seen that in a while. It'll crack me up. Okay, put on backpacker bush. Looks like a pretty creative and funky place. There's gotta be some trimming here for me tonight. I'm looking for strange. I'm hunting for slits. I like to use my tongue. I'm a cunnilingus whiz. I want to please my lovers with my sexy mouth and lips. They always climax when I lick them like this. I, 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 I just won't stop until you come. I can hit the G spot with my long ass tongue. I, I, I love vagina flavor. That's the taste that I crave. Just do me one favor, girl. Keep that mug shade. Hey, you got a funky and creative look. Thanks. Can I lick your slayers? Okay. Straight out the hostel, she's been hiking for months I got the taste for beaver and I'm looking to munch Get on your back, see what's in the air I'm going down, girl, that better not be no hair Nah, I ain't gotta be bald, I ain't even gonna trip Just keep it nice and trim like a little winter strip Now it's time to unzip, let me get a little sip sip Yeah, it's time to unzip, let me get a little sip sip what the fuck? Sorry, I've been hiking for three months. I wanted to see Europe before I had to go back to college. Okay then. I can fix this. Let me shave that. Let me shave that backpack a bush. 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 Now can you see my sliz? No. So what should we do? Hands up, 
Draws down, let my shaver go to town. Hands up, draws down, let my choppers go to town. Hands up, draws down, let my shaver go to town. Hands up, draws down, let my choppers go to town. Back, back, bush. Back, back, bush. Back, back, bush. Let me shake that, let me shake that, let me shake that Clippers of the razor, let me shake that, let me shake that, let me shake that Clippers of the razor, let me shake that Now can you see my sliz? Yep, found it I found your sliz, I found your sliz I found your sliz, yep, I found your sliz Thank you. Nah, thank you. I hope you have a good time in Europe, but, you know, I gotta get going. It's me, Samuel L. Jackson. I play a samurai cat in the new animated theatrical film, Paws of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Meow! That means roll it. Why do you want to be a samurai? I lived in a bad part of town full of bad dogs. Everybody always picked on me. I thought if I could be a samurai, it would change everything. Sounds like you need a mentor. Perhaps a once great samurai who has fallen on hard times and maybe could use some help himself. But where could I find one? What? Oh, get out of here! Who even made that? It's you! Don't believe everything you read. You wanted to be a samurai. Fun, isn't it? Now go get him. Oh! Get back out there. Training montage, isn't it? Sometimes you need a friend. No. Nope. see you win. Don't forget to land on your feet. Gonna miss. Focusing on me, wait until I get a miss. Think the destination is all I want to see. Gonna miss. We've got to wipe that town off the map. Send a tweet to assemble the troops. Who knew an evil army could go through so many beams? <laughs> what the motherfucker cocker spaniel's going on here? Pause of Fury, the legend of Hank. Time to finish this. This might take a while.
just seems so out of reach So many things I wanted to enjoy So many things they couldn't teach Some hair upon my lips and on my chin Is that a sin? What I It's a classic O. It's almost like a swimmer's head. You'll see a lot of Olympians use this structure with the bald, but just a little bit of grace, a little bit of style. There's no need for hair. This is where it is. Perfect O. Someone says, who's talking? This is where, this is where language comes from. This is very unorthodox here. Nothing here is bald. Now, if you walked into a room like this, you'd be like, oh, that's a regular goatee. Move it across now, that's, that's unique. It's projecting an image of, I take my body seriously, but I'm very strange, I might be into the yes. devil. Exotic, Polynesian, beautiful. So it's a beard. So have you guys ever tried to grow a goatee? Yeah, we've tried. Get my own. 
with everything in sight that blocks my light. Label my generation, X marks the spot when they get hot. We don't stop to bust back, we just keep busting the town. Bulletproof rain sells the name, smells out success to remind you of a place of where the JV's breath. Staying black and rhyming no till the day that I'm dying. Death defying, chinky iron, and God I'm relying. Test up my import, make a million or more. Keep the radio rocking, fill up the dance floor. When we come to the jam, no listen, no gimmicks. Break it off in your right. as you can tell by my complete lack of sophistication, but that's okay. <laughs> because I've greased my hair and I'm a little fucking poet tonight, all right? I'm a little dark poet, that's who I am. And during the, we had this uh, big war thing happen. I don't know if you caught any of that, but uh, <laughs> it was a very stressful time for me, the war. I'll tell you why. I was in the unenviable position of being for the war, but against the troops. <clears throat> and, uh, <laughs> Not the most popular stance I've ever taken on an issue, I must say. I don't, I don't choose wisely always, and yet I'm committed. So, first of all, this needs to be said. There never was a war. How can you say that, Bill? Well, a war is when two armies are fighting. So you see, right there, I think we can all agree. It wasn't exactly a war. <coughs> and Bush, President Bush, a complete surprise, he turned into a demon man. When he was first president, they called him the wimp president. I mean, this was the cover of Newsweek. Wimp president. Apparently, this stuck in this guy's craw. The guy turned into a fucking demon man. We surrender. Not good enough. <laughs> We run away. <laughs> too little, too late. <laughs> We're having way too much fun. Those guys were in hog heaven out there. You understand, man? They had a big weapons catalog opened up. What's G12 do, Tommy? Well, it says here it destroys everything but the fillings in their teeth. Helps us pay for the war effort. Well, shit, pull that one up. Pull up G12, please. Cool. What's G13 do? 
weapons for all occasions. And everyone got excited about the technology. And I guess it was pretty incredible watching a missile fly down an air vent. Pretty unbelievable. But couldn't we feasibly use that same technology to shoot food at hungry people? You know what I mean? Fly over Ethiopia. There's a guy that needs a banana. Shh. Stealth banana. <laughs> Smart fruit. <laughs> and I watched the Iraqian technology. Man, I've never felt so good about myself. I look at fucking bell bottoms in my closet and go, that ain't that fucking bad, man. <laughs> what was the technology they were buying? Where do they, do they still, are those available still now? Or where do they, they could get harder shit off the streets of New York right now, man. <laughs> Don't you think one of the key prerequisites of a weapons system is, I don't know, the ability to aim the fucking thing? Is that, am I, was that, I don't know a lot about the military, and yet I feel that would be key. What was the scud? It was like launching a station wagon at people, man. Some Buick flying through the air, some Iraqi driving. Watch out, here come one of them Buick scuds. Watch out, watch out, up in the ocean. Those things are so hard to steer. Another Buick's good. I guess the most amazing thing about the war, obviously the disparity in the casualties. Iraq, 150,000 casualties. USA, 79. <laughs> Let's go through those numbers again. Um, they're a little baffling at first glance. Iraq, 150,000. USA, 79. 79. 79. Does that mean if we had sent over 80 guys, we still would have won that fucking thing, or what? <laughs> Just one guy in a ticker tape parade. I did it, hey! <laughs> Once again, though, it was watching the CNN, man, that blew it all. Man, all the anxiety. Remember how it started? They kept talking about the elite Republican guard and these hushed tones. Remember that? Like they had the bogeyman, you know? Yeah, we're doing well, but we have yet to face the elite Republican guard. Yeah, like these guys are 10 feet tall, <laughs> desert warriors. Never lost a battle. We shit bullets. Well, after two and a half months of continuous carpet bombing and not one reaction at all from these fuckers, they became simply the Republican Guard. <laughs> not nearly as elite as we may have led you to believe. And after another month of continuous bombing and not one reaction at all, they went from the elite Republican Guard to the Republican Guard to the Republicans made this shit up about there being guards out there. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed your fireworks show. <laughs> People said, uh-uh, Bill. Iraq had the fourth largest army in the world. 
Yeah, well, maybe. But you know what? After the first three largest armies, there's a real big fucking drop-off, okay? <laughs> the Hare Krishnas are the fifth largest army in the world. And they've already got our airports. So, who is the greater threat? People have bugged me in the States. People said, hey, war made us feel better about ourselves. Really? Who are these people with such low self-esteem? They need a war to feel better about themselves. I saw them on the news waving their flags. Could I recommend instead of a war to feel better about yourself, perhaps? Sit-ups? <laughs> Maybe a fruit cup? <laughs> Six to eight glasses of water a day? I'm not telling you how to live. I'm just recommending perhaps a better way to feel better about yourself. And we can avoid a conflagration. <laughs> All right, folks. All right, here's a guy from Houston, Texas, okay? And he's really far out. In fact, he's so far ahead of his time, his parents haven't met yet. <laughs> here he is, Bill Hicks. Bill, hey, baby, here we are. Thank you. How about it? Yeah! Yeah! All right. Thank you very much. I'm from Houston, Texas. Thank you simply means as a performer, I perform in places you people only see on Rawhide. I actually go to these hillbilly podunk hellholes such as Oklahoma. Thank you very much. A veritable entertainment mecca. The only state Arkansas can make fun of. <laughs> when you got Arkansas ragging your ass, you're pretty low down in the food chain, I think. Here's a quick impression of Oklahoma. Those of y'all never been. That was inside the club I was working. Oklahoma think the Marlboro man is a pussy. <laughs> Played a town there called Enid, Oklahoma. Town is so small, you know, in hotel rooms, you gotta push nine to get an outside line. I pushed nine and got the Elmer Dinkley residence. <laughs> Hello? Who's this? Elmer Dinkley, you just called my house. Your phone number is nine? <laughs> yeah, my cousin's just 23. I had to write that one down. <laughs> Wrote it on my forehead. I keep calling 32. <laughs> They're nice people. They're just from Oklahoma. I had a guy come up to me after the show. Could have been that same guy, Elmer, I think. Came up very excited. He goes, hey, man, you crack me up. <laughs> I was laughing something fierce. I'd like you to meet my wife and sister. And there was one girl standing there. <laughs> it's on Hollywood Boulevard at a movie theater place that played nothing but horror movies. Frightening, the people that went to those things, man. They're scarier than the goddamn movies. You could hear stuff in that audience like, I remember when I cut off a head. <laughs> Am I in your way? <laughs> <laughs> Woo, 
Thank you very much. Thank you. So I smoke. How many smokers we got here? Smokers. Yeah, yeah. How many non-smokers? Non-smokers. Bunch of whining maggots, you people are. Non-smokers don't know the meaning of life till you start coughing up brown chunks of lung on your pillow in the morning. When you start coughing up Smurfs, life takes on a whole new fucking meaning. There is good news for smokers. I'm sure y'all have noticed. Certain General's warnings are different on the sides of each pack. That's pretty cool. Mine say, Certain General's warning, cigarette smoking may cause fetal injury or premature birth. Hey, fuck it. <laughs> Just don't get the ones that say lung cancer. <laughs> it is your body, you should shop around, I think. I can live with low birth weight, you know? That's nice that cigarette companies come out with different types of diseases. You find the one you can live with, continue to smoke. It's like, what are you smoking, Tom? Uh, throat polyps. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna stick with my yellow fingernails, buddy. Thank you. I can live with yellow fingernails. I know guys do take breakups hard. I was reading about Vincent Van Gogh. You know what he did. Cut off his ear, sent it to the girl that left him. Yeah, that makes a dozen roses look like a booger, doesn't it? <laughs> Damn, Vince. You sure she's the one? Vince, think about it. Vince is going, what? <laughs> is that Susie? Did she call back? What? <laughs> can't talk to Vince no more, man. But I decided over this breakup, man, why get bitter about all women because of one? So I looked on the bright side. I think it helped my career. She left me. Fine. I'm definitely a driven man now. I'm driven by a fantasy. The one day this girl who I love more than anyone in the world, and I gave my heart to, and she said she loved me, then left. One day this girl's going to be living in a trailer park somewhere in Oklahoma. <laughs> She's gonna have nine naked little kids with rickets that bring home dead animals from the side of the road for them to eat. She's gonna live with an ex-welder, 600 pounds, fur all over his back, drinks warm beers and farts and belches and beats the kids, watches the Dukes of Hazards every day, has to have it explained to him. One night, he's gonna be making love to her and his heart's gonna explode and she's gonna be trapped under 600 pounds of flaccid fish belly cellulite, shifting like the tides of the ocean as blood and phlegm and bile and a chaw of tobacco pours out of his mouth and nose into her face. Yeah, that's it. Just before she drowns in that chunky puddle of afterbirth, she turns to the television, and I'm gonna be on this show. <laughs> so don't get bitter. Thank you very much, thank you. Is that? As I grab the hand, set her politely in the chair as we stop and stare at one another. Black sister, the brother, I'm thinking on.
What fabric is that? Need to see you at the rendezvous. What fabric is that? Your hair do way more class than Halle Berry. Court visions of me and you riding on the ferry. Plus your daughter Kiki talk to my man Mary. I order me a sex on the beach with the cherry. I order her Reniti on ice sounds nice. Looks like a pretty creative and funky place. There's gotta be some trimming here for me tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for strange. I'm hunting for slits. I like to use my tongue. I'm a cunnilingus whiz. I want to please my lovers with my sexy mouth and lips. They always climax when I lick them like this. I, 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 I just won't stop until you come. I can hit the G spot with my long ass tongue. I, I, I love vagina flavor, that's the taste that I crave. Just do me one favor, girl, keep that mug shade. Hey, you got a funky and creative look. Thanks. Can I lick your slayers? Okay. Straight out the hostel, she's been hiking for months. I got the taste for beaver, and I'm looking to munch. Get on your back, see what's in the air. I'm going down, girl. That better not be no hair. Nah, I ain't gotta be bald. I ain't even gonna trip. Just keep it nice and trim, like a little linen strip. Now it's time to unzip. Let me get a little sip sip. Yeah, it's time to unzip. Let me get a little sip sip. What the fuck? Sorry, I've been hiking for three months. I wanted to see Europe before I had to go back to college. Okay then. I can fix this. Let me shave that. Let me shave that backpacker bush. Backpacker bush. Backpacker bush. Backpacker bush. Backpacker bush. Backpacker bush. Now can you see my sliz? No. So what should we do? Draws down, let my shaver go to town. Hands up, draws down, let my choppers go to town. Hands up, draws down, let my shaver go to town. Hands up, draws down, let my choppers go to town. Backpacker bush, backpacker bush, backpacker bush, backpacker bush. Let me shake that, let me shake that, let me shake that. Clippers of the razor, let me shake that, let me shake that, let me shake that. Clippers of the razor, let me shake that. Now can you see my sliz? Yep, found it. I found your sliz. I found your sliz. I found your sliz. Yep, I found your sliz. Yep. 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 yep.
Thank you. Nah, thank you. I hope you have a good time in Europe, but, you know, I gotta get going. Got a job, I gotta do. Yeah. I get down to dirty too. Yeah. What it is, what it do. Yeah. Same shit, nothing new. Yeah. Got a job, I gotta do. Yeah. I get down to dirty too. Yeah. What it is, what it do. Yeah. Same shit, nothing new. Go. Having flashbacks, where your past at? Where the cash at? Hey, your past that? I will stab back. Just what fabric is that?